Jelly Oil Company presents Captain Midnight. Captain Midnight, brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, at this same time, by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. The Skelly Oil Company, you know, was the originator of tailor-made gasoline. Gasoline that's weather right for your car. But say, you know, I've just made a very interesting discovery. Now, as you know, I get quite a few letters from new flight patrol members from all parts of the United States. I even get pictures of you, too. Now, my discovery has to do with those pictures. I have three snapshots here that came in the mail today, and they're from three different states. Let's see, uh, one from Texas, one from Missouri, and the other one's from way up in northern Wisconsin. Now, these pictures of flight patrol members were all taken about the same time. But you should see how much difference there is in the clothes they're wearing. The boy from Texas is in his shirt sleeves. The lad from Missouri has on a sweater. And our northern Wisconsin flight patrol member is wearing a heavy winter overcoat. Now, why is that? Well, you know the answer, of course. It's because of the difference in the weather in the different parts of this big country of ours. We need clothes to fit our own particular kind of weather. And that brings up this very interesting point. We need gasoline to fit our weather, too. We want gasoline that's tailor-made for our kind of climate. We want gasoline that's weather-right. For quick starting, for pep and power and mileage, each part of the country should have gasoline to match its own weather. And boy, that's where tailor-made Skelly Aeromax comes in. Because Skelly Aeromax is the original tailor-made gasoline. It's weather-right for your car because it's scientifically tailor-made for the general weather conditions that prevail in each area where it's sold. So why don't you tell your dad that if he wants top performance out of the family car, he ought to use genuine tailor-made Skelly Aeromax. Gasoline that's weather right for your car. And remember this, too. It's time to change over to winter oil. Tell dad to try free-flowing Skelly Tagoline. Winter motor oil that's tailor-made for easy starting and safe lubrication in colder weather. And now to Captain Midnight. Ivan Shark and his men are away from their headquarters in an attempt to capture Captain Midnight's party near the extinct volcano. While they are absent on their expedition, Captain Midnight and Chuck Ramsey boldly landed on Ivan Shark's flying field and helped themselves to much-needed gasoline and oil. Their tanks replenished, they suddenly see a man peering over a nearby wall. Cautiously racing to the wall, they look over and see a beautiful girl near a summer house. But suddenly, the man notices them, turns and races for their ship, whose engine is already idling, and leaving the wall, Captain Midnight and Chuck pursue him. Listen as Captain Midnight shouts. Quick, Chuck, quick. Head him off. We've got to stop him before he gets to our plane. Okay, Red. We'll get him. Halt! Halt or we'll shoot! He'll do something to our plane, Red. Well, we can help it. Hold you! Hold! He's not stopping, Red. He's got a gun out. He'll put a hole in that gas tank. Uh, I'll put a bullet over his head. Maybe that'll stop him. It did all right. Uh, drop that gun and put up your hands. He dropped the gun. I'll get it. I'll have that to stop, Chuck. Now then, I'll question him. You keep a lookout while I do it. All right, come here, you. Why were you running to the ship? We run. Shut up, close up. Steady, pal. Oh, 
Roscoe, you were going to show off a motor wheel. Well, what for? Plane that belong here. You mean it used to. You work for Ivan Shark, don't you? You like free Ivan Shark? Yes. I'd like to see him very much. Ivan Shark, very sorry, Miss Visit, Captain Midnight. Gosh, Red, he knows that. Uh, that's all right, Chuck. It's quite evident he knows who I am. Yes, we know very well. I'm sorry not to find Ivan Shark at home. When will he be back? <laughs> I'll say not now. I think Ivan Shark pay you a visit now. Uh-oh, you were right, Red. You think Ivan Shark will be here very soon? No, can say. Perhaps you wish come in, wait for him? No, thanks. Oh, look, Red, look to the west. Black planes, and they're heading this way. Quick, Chuck, jump into the rear cockpit. Hurry! I'm afraid they'll be here before we can get in the air. <laughs> this time, Tiger has become giraffe. If you mean that I've stuck my neck out too far, we... well, we'll see about that. Now, listen, you, no funny business. We'll have you covered until we're in the air. One false movement, we'll shoot. Quick, Red, we're all set. Okay, clean out that engine while I climb into the front cockpit. Okay. All right, all right, that's enough, Chuck. I'll take over. Release the brakes and we'll be in the air. Keep your gun on that fellow on the ground. Okay, Red. Take over. Right. Watch it now. I'm going to jump her into the air. Okay, Red. There. We're off. We're headed east, Chuck. We're going to keep in that direction. All right, now, where are those black ships? They're heading this way. Yeah. Get that machine gun ready. We may need it. Bring her into position right now. Our only chance is to get into that overcast. Oh, thank heavens it's lower than it was. How long will it take to get up there? Oh, not more than a couple of minutes. Maybe less. Then we can get out of sight. Oh, quick, Red. Climb her steeper. All right. Those black planes see us and they're diving at us. I've got the throttle wide open. She's a little bit sluggish with a full tank of gas. Oh, we're not going to make it. We can't. All right, get that gun ready. She's all set. Fire a blast to be sure it's working. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Oh, gee, Red, those black ships are quick diving and they're coming straight ahead. Yeah, they see that our only chance is to get into that overcast. They're trying to cut us off. Uh, they've got the altitude on us. They're making more speed. Oh, that's always the way, Chuck. The man with less altitude is the underdog. But we can't hesitate now. To die would be suicide. Shall I open fire? Wait a minute. How far away are they? The leading one's about, about 300 yards. Oh, hold your fire, Chuck. That's too much range to do any good. 300 more feet and we'll be in that overcast. The leading ship's firing at us, Red. I can see the tracers. Never mind. He's too anxious. Don't fire unless he gets within 100 yards. He's gaining, Red. He's making twice the speed we are. Never mind, Chuck. Now keep your head. Another ship's open fire, too. Hold your fire, Chuck. We're almost there. They're gaining. They're getting closer. How far away? 150 yards. 125 yards. And now 100. Shall I fire? No, no, wait. We're almost in the clouds. Now we're in them, Chuck. Zoe Red, we lost them. Well, what now? We're turning south, Chuck. We're high-tailing it for home. Jiminy Cricket's Red, what a trip that was. You hit this place right on the nose. Yes, we came out of that overcast just what I figured. But watch it now. We're hitting that soft spot on the lake bed. I'm going to tank me real fast. Okay, go ahead. By getting up a little speed, the wings will take some of the weight off the wheels. That's using the old rule. There, there, we're across it. Quick, Ben. Let's get to shore. I don't see anybody around, and you know what we saw from the air. Yes, I know, Chuck. It 
which is those sharks' planes have done plenty of damage. I can't see a sign of Senor Parada's hunting lodge. Uh, we'll be in under those trees in a second. Now listen, you get ready to jump out. Okay, I'm ready. I'm going to put on the brakes while you jump out. You better take the wing tip when we pull up under those trees. Just a second, I'll get the wing tip. All right, now, how much clearance for that tree trunk? Uh, about two feet. Go straight ahead and you'll be all right. Okay, here we go. have an easy time getting back, Patsy. Uh, but we're here just the same. Well, I guess I'd better get out of this cockpit. Ah. Uh, gee, Patsy, what happened here? Oh, look. Here comes Senor Pareda and Pablo. Ah, Senor. Mi amigo. I'm so glad you have returned. Hey, I thought you bozos were never getting back. Well, what happened here, Senor? Gee, what didn't happen? And you, Senor, did you have the success? Did you get the gasoline? Gosh, yes. Tell us about yourselves. Oh, boy, what a time we had. Oh, but I'll let Red tell you about it. See me, Captain. We listen to you. Well, we flew to the east, then to the north, and came out over that ridge which lies between your hacienda, senor, and the next valley where your herds of cattle are grazing. So, you see the cattle? They are still there? Yes, they're still there. And you see my hacienda? My beautiful hacienda? We not only saw it, senor... We landed there. Well. Jump from Jupiter. But that, senor. Well, I'll be doggone. Really landed at the hacienda? Sure. That's where we got our gas. But, senor, there's no one to stop you? Not a soul, except one fellow. We didn't have much trouble with him. He looked like an oriental. Ah, senor, I know of this man. He's the servant of Ivan Shark. His name is Fang, and he's the terrible person. Fang? Gosh, what an awful name. I'll say. It makes you think of some kind of a wild animal that's about to bite you. But my hacienda, senor... It is all right? From what little we saw, I'd think so. We even looked over the wall into the gardens. Ah, the gardens. With my beautiful plants and flowers. Oh, gosh. That reminds me. We saw a girl there. You saw a girl? But, senor, how old was she? What did she look like? Gee, senor Pareda, I'd say she was about 18 or 20, and she was very beautiful. Dolores, that must be my beautiful daughter. Yes, that must be. Then she is alive. Ah, senor... This is indeed the good news you bring me. Now I can live. Now I will fight this Ivan Shark. You told us about your daughter Dolores, senor, but it didn't occur to me. I thought this girl was Ivan Shark's daughter, whose name is Fury. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. But now that I remember, she didn't look like Fury. And anyway, Fury is older than that. Ah, this is such good news, senor. You will excuse me. I'm overcome with the glad tidings you have brought to me. Certainly, senor. Well, I think I'll go to the outpost and see how Pinky and Slim are getting along. I have something I would like to show Chuck and Patsy. All right, Pablo. But you three had better stay close around now. Oh, we will not go far, senor. Okay, and I'll see you all later. Gosh, Pebbles, what is this you want to show us? Why, it is the secret, Patsy. Something you have heard, but perhaps you have never seen. Come this way with me. Okay, let's go. You've sure got me interested. I'll bet it's some new kind of Mexican food. Oh, no, Patsy. You did not hit the nail on the head this time. Is it something you only have down here in Mexico? That's right, Chuck. It is something we have only in Mexico. Gee, I can hardly wait. Where is it? I have it hidden behind this tree ahead of us. In a minute, I will show it to you. Oh, where'd you get it? I got them from an old Indian who worked for my uncle. He come to me and he say, Listen to me, Pablo. I have something for you to show your little Americano amigos. 
And then he gives them to me. Gosh, what in the world could it be? He said them instead of it. So there must be several. That is right, Chuck. There are several. Yes, there are a great number. And when you see them, it will knock you for the loop. <laughs> listen to that, Chuck. Gosh, I sure like to listen to Pebbles talk. He knows American as well as we do. Well, it is very good of you to say that, Patsy. I wish to speak Americano very good. Well, you won't have any trouble being understood. Well, we are almost there. Gee, I don't see anything. Neither do I. Well, just the same. They are here. Now, my amigos, you will listen, and you will listen carefully. Listen to what? You must be quiet. Well, listen, Patsy. I do hear something. That's right. I can hear something, too. Quiet, my amigos. Listen. There. It comes from that tin plate resting on the crotch of that branch. I see it. Almost over our heads. See. Lift your heads higher and listen, and then I will show you the great surprise. Well, what curiosity peculiar to Mexico has Pablo brought forth for his friends Patsy Donovan and Chuck Ramsey? Be sure and listen in tomorrow and find out. And in the meantime... What will happen next in the bitter battle between Captain Midnight and Ivan Shark? Tune in tomorrow to Captain Midnight. And now, a special word about tomorrow night. For some time, I've been sort of hinting that we had some big news up our sleeve about a wonderful new free gift for Flight Patrol members. Something so strange and unusual that, well, I just better not start talking about it now. But tomorrow night, I'll give it the works. Yes, sir, and believe me, you'll be mighty surprised and happy and thrilled to hear about it. So be sure to tune in again tomorrow night. Gee, I can hardly keep still about the big news I'm going to tell you about tomorrow. And meantime, if you're not yet a member of the new 1940 Flight Patrol, see your skelly man about it tonight. Because this big surprise gift is going to be for members only. So join up tonight at your skelly service station. It doesn't cost a penny. Now, don't forget to tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for further transcribed adventures of Captain Midnight, brought to you by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. Until tomorrow, this is Don Gordon, your Skelly Man, saying goodbye and happy landing! <laughs>